And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. New York strip steak? This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Harper. We got Dave DeFore producing. We got Mo Dakiel. We got Trevon Edwards. We've got uh, a King's Reign, a podcast series. If you missed it, well, it's been on the speed for the last couple of weeks. If you missed it, go check it out. Some really incredible episodes of a King's Reign. You can listen to them whenever they're evergreen because LeBron is omnipresent at all times and LeBron is never going away whether he's playing or not playing LeBron is just a part of everything so go listen to a King's Rain it's really an incredible project done really well here at the athletic um it's uh, it's good it's good Jay King's not on here because he wouldn't have known what omnipresent meant that would have actually been 10 minutes right there just him looking up omnipresent <laughs> trying to figure and, out how to use it and hearing the word king he probably thought we were talking about him. he would think we're talking about him <laughs> yeah, if yeah. any point someone says the kid he just like any person who's ever been born in boston he thinks they're talking about him uh they've all nicknamed themselves the kid they must have been real confused when kg came to town he was nicknamed the kid but by somebody else that must have been right. really wait Someone else can give you a nickname? That's weird. <laughs> uh, coming up on the show, Anthony Davis staying with the Lakers. We've got contracts out of control. We've got Rudy Gobert saying he lost his virginity. we got all kinds of stuff. Also want to remind you, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, it's that little button down in somewhere where you're watching this, and you can watch us talk. And uh, got a lot of good content. Andrew Schlecht always putting out good content there. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the Bounce newsletter free from The Athletic. Uh, we're in off-season mode, so it's every Tuesday and Friday morning. But once we get back to the season, it is every morning in your inbox, completely free, theathletic.com slash the bounce. Uh, the writer there does a really good job. I don't want to say who it is. Um, all right, Shams, guys. Shams, Shams is really good. Well, Shams that. does a really good job. And then, yeah, the other guy, I don't know, good-looking uh, guy just does a uh. really good job. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the good looking part really comes through in the writing. Hey guys, uh, it's summer. There ain't shit to talk about. We could talk about the upcoming FIBA World Cup. No, I don't want to do that. That's boring. Everyone's going to preview. Oh, who do you think is going to win? We think Team USA is going to win. Miss me with Team Canada. They're always loaded and they always come short. And so when they finally win, it's, you know, it's kind of like the, maybe this is good news for them. They're in Denver Nuggets mode, right? It's like, yeah, you keep telling us how good you are. And then you don't win. And then the Nuggets won. And so now the Nuggets get to tell us how good they are. And we're like, yeah, we agree. We saw it. Uh, <laughs> team Canada, that's where you are with this FIBA World Cup. You keep telling us how but good also, your team is. But also, it's USA tradition to lose early. Oh, so we, we love to that. lose early. 
Oh, yeah, give everybody a little. We home, love a, we love yeah. a, we love a field game. We love a field so game. So much so that the women's soccer team decided to get in oh. on that on that oh. and create a redeemed team for I don't know eight years from now. I don't know what's going on with that. But this is not a soccer podcast. This is a basketball podcast. So as we are in full offseason mode, still waiting for Dame Lillard to get traded. Don't want to talk about that. Still waiting for James <laughs> Hard to get traded. Don't want to talk about that. No trades. We're talking about re-signings and contract extensions and contracts. And Anthony Davis, what is it? Three years, 186? Yes. Is that the number I saw? Three years, $186 million extension to stay with the Lakers. He is now through 2026, I think, is the... Oh, 2028. 2020. Oh, right. Oh, because he's still... He has, yeah. two, he has two years on. He's still, total, yeah, he had, he, he's he, getting 270 over the next five now. That's right. Ooh, good agent. Good uh, yeah, shout out to Clutch. <laughs> Goodness, what a oh my god, four percent of that—that's pretty good. Uh, all right, so Anthony Davis is going to stick with the Lakers. No real shock there. Ever since he found his way to the Lakers, we've known this is a match made in heaven. They win the title in the first year with him, and uh, and this is someone they obviously very much believe in. This is someone who uh, whose health can make or break a Lakers season, as we've seen uh, plenty of times. Um, so I guess. My question isn't about like, is this a good sign? We knew the signing was going to happen. We knew this was this was it. We knew he wasn't going to James Harden this thing, get somewhere and decide, I don't want to be here. Let me go somewhere else. Um, I guess, Mo, what do you think the Lakers plan is with AD in a post LeBron world a couple years from now, whenever that is? I think they're going to they're passing the torch to him, right? That was always kind of the plan. And the hope is having a superstar makes it easier to attract the next superstar and being in LA being the Lakers. That's, that's really the plan is somebody really good is going to be a free agent in 2026, 2027 or 2028. And we'll have a run at them because we have AD and they'll want to pair with play with AD. And I think that's kind of the hope that the Lakers are holding on to by signing him to this extension. Trey is, is AD one of those guys in the sense that like people are like, yeah, I got to play with him. Now, maybe if he wins another title here with the Lakers, maybe that changes, but I still feel like it's going to be a very LeBron-centric title no matter how it goes. The appeal is not with AD. It's solely with LeBron. And even still, guys, at this point, are second-guessing it. Like, why would I go over there where I can go play with Steph Curry or go play with Nikola Jokic or, mm-hmm. shit, Joel Embiid at this point? But at the end of the day, good for the Lakers – they're not getting nobody else, so right. you might as well lock him up, paying what he is. I've seen some Laker fans grown, but, like, be honest. Who are y'all going to get? At this yeah. point, you got to hope right. that you always draft well and you get some type of steal, and they become a player. But they always get somebody. It's L.A. Like, it's not just the draw of playing with A.D., but it's also getting to play in L.A. And, and <sighs> you know, we, we always do that, but know, they always Mo. tend to get free agent guys. I mean, <sighs> they've done look, pretty well. Look, no, they've done pretty they well. They don't get no ha- free agent guys. They get trades. They they yeah. had they had a situation where, like, prior to LeBron deciding, I want to be in Hollywood, right? Like, yeah. And, uh, that, and was, great. that was like, the that's draw. A, that's yeah. the draw. Like, I'm but, not trying to say it was the Lakers. For sure. But, but they also, like, they struck out for a long time. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, I don't think you can. Like, I mean, Marcus Aldridge needed an extra. This is my favorite. My favorite recruiting store is like Lamarcus Aldridge need, wanted an extra meeting with the Lakers just to be like, what's the basketball angle of all this? Like, what like what do you guys want to do on a basketball court? Like, I need to know what I'm considering here. And so 
like you know, I think Genie Bus has done a really good job of helping right the ship, and they've got a good foundation in there. Like, yeah, Rob Palenka has been shaky, but that front office, like the scouting department's been phenomenal. Like they, like for the most part, they're in really good shape, and it is L.A. and there's a draw and everything. But I don't know if you can just assume, oh yeah, they'll get other guys. Like eventually, yes. But in terms of like in the immediate, we saw, I don't know, like not a decade, but pretty damn close to a decade of them not really getting the people that they were targeting. Yeah, and that was when you had Mitch Kupchak and mm-hmm. and, and uh, what was it Jerry Bus, which was the which was Jim Bus, right? Jim Bus, yeah. Jim Bus was was running the team, and those guys were were not good at selling the whole idea of becoming a Laker and all that stuff. Like, I think there's, that goes to part of it as well. I mean, Mitch Kupchak doesn't even believe in tampering. Like there's no way you're going to compete in the NBA anymore. If you don't believe in the tampering, you have to tamper. Yeah, you have to, you have just, to, you just have to gamble that the NBA is not going to do the one out of no, every 50 is all right. We're sending a memo guys. Yeah. Well, is, what's the NBA going to do when they catch you tampering, take away a second round pick. Right. Ooh, yeah. Like, well, Worth it. If you if you put it in writing, they'll take away the player for first round picks. Except, yeah, there's a Minnesota thing. Well, yeah. that, they've all just learned. Don't put it in they've writing. all learned. Yeah. from that. Yeah, just don't put it in writing. But like, what they like, what has been the penalties for tampering? It's been nothing. Yeah. So why? But I just think again, back to the real thing is just, I somebody will eventually want to be a a star in L.A. It's not yes. so much maybe the draw is not so much A.D. But it's nice to have. I right? guess I guess the question is with A.D. Is it are they going to get somebody like whoever the next star is that's available and they have cap space or they have the trade or whatever, whatever that situation is where they can acquire that person. Is it when AD is still good, still in his prime, still that, or like to kind of keep that going? Is it a, you know, a true pass to the torch where they're still building in real time or is it, ah, it's like four or five years. And then they got someone else, you know, cause that's the important part here. We know the Lakers have a good setup. They, you know, they fucked it up and then they fixed it. They fixed it at the trade deadline. And you look at this roster and like, that's a damn good roster. Like, I don't know if it's title worthy, but it's a damn good roster, especially compared to what this thing looked like a year ago. Trey, does that look like something where they keep it moving in like almost like a factory line or is that factory shut down for a little while in terms of creating a title contender once LeBron's gone? This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I don't think it completely shuts down. I think there would be like first round exits. Yeah. You know yeah, I'm, I mean? not, I'm they, not saying they they miss the play. I'm just saying like can like yeah. can they actually oh, keep guys con- coming in and contending contend, and everything? Absolutely not. Yeah, that's absolutely tough, right? Not. Yeah, cuz the whole pitch right now is to play with those two. Right. If you only come on with one, it's like, "Oh, I actually got to do some work." And, it, and it's not the and it's not the one people generally think of, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> cuz not only you got media push, you got fans push. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. cool, you might get a shoe out in China, but at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta deliver. Yeah, you gotta deliver. Um, yeah, and I think my my question there is just mostly like, all right, do we do we really trust Rob Polinka now? Right? I like, do. He's not, he did a good job of yeah. fixing. I mean, maybe he learned from his mistakes of like, oh, I really messed that up. I can't. I gotta stay solid. Like Jovan Buha wrote something I don't know a month ago um, about how like the Lakers had essentially like not gone for the flashy name and just decided like let's be solid here in our offseason. And maybe the most questionable thing they did was was Rui for three years at fifty something million or whatever. And right. even that like look I not I think he bad. still needs to prove it, but it's not that bad of a deal. Like if that's the worst thing that they've done this <laughs> offseason, that's pretty good. They got really lucky. No team decided to throw a massive offer at Austin Reeves. Like they yeah. did a good job of scaring everybody away yeah. to get Austin Reeves at what was it like 54 or 56? Like that. Yeah. 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 Like that, that was the, the one that really would have broke their back. Right. If some team said, fuck it, massive overpay for Reeves. Yeah. Then they're in a different situation, but they, they did a good job. And I think you kind of got to just, I trust Polinka, but I have, I'm not forgotten the mistakes he's made in the sure. past. Right. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, he still has a tendency to do something stupid. So we want to, I want to use this uh, AD ex- extension. So five years, 270, which that's the, that's the max right now um, of what he could get through the extension. Uh, it pales in comparison to the five year, $304 million <laughs> contract that Jalen Brown signed with the Celtics, but that opened up the door for uh, Mike Vorkanov did has done just incredible work for a long time for the athletic, but he's, um, he wrote something about where contracts are going. And it is, it's crazy to think about. Like, we are, we are about to enter an age where players are legitimately going to earn a billion dollars in their careers. And that's not like, oh, if everything breaks, like, maybe it's not this CBA, but we're not far from it to where, you know, it, it was such a big deal. Like, Michael Jordan's a billionaire athlete, Tiger Woods, a billionaire athlete. Oh, now LeBron James has become a billionaire at. Billionaire athlete, a, like we're gonna have dozens of billionaire athletes at some point, all due to just contracts, not like this incredible marketing machine and shoe line behind them and everything. Like we're we're gonna have deals that that over the course of someone's career hit a billion dollars, and I think so. The numbers that Vork said, so the the salary cap can raise a maximum of ten percent every year. Now. It's not necessarily going to do that. So we have to like recognize that right away. But it raised like, I don't know, four or five percent from last year, this year. Allegedly, you know, think there's going to be this influx of cash with new TV deal. Like it, it's going to go up, up, up. And we're not that far away. Like we're maybe seven, eight years away from guys making a hundred million dollars in a year just from salary. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes me wonder, like, like I it's it's getting so crazy. And it, this is gonna I, I I recognize up front how dumb this sounds, but it makes me wonder, like, like I'm someone I'm pro player empowerment. I'm pro player, like get everything you can from these owners and everything, like get as much as you can. I don't care if you sign a bad deal. I don't fault you for like, go sign with a, a bad team to get a big deal. Like none of that stuff, right? I'll never fault anyone for going and getting their money in this league. At the same time, it is getting to a point where I'm like, this feels like it's getting out of hand. <laughs> right like it does and i realize like how hypocritical that sounds but i'm like 
and, it, and not everyone's going to be making a hundred million dollars. Like it's going to be like a handful of dude, maybe two handfuls, right? Like it, like we don't know quite yet what that's going to end up being. And again, it is like optimistic, you know, finance projection over the next like eight to ten years or whatever. But all right, let's say fifteen years from now, we're going to have guys make a hundred million dollars. And there's part of me that's like. That's too much money, but it's not right. Like if if they're what, like if the league is making this and owners are making this, and then it's trickling down to players, or whatever. It's not too much money, but it just sounds crazy. And everyone, all these like analytics people and everything, go well. You got to talk about guys in terms of the percentage of the cap they are. Fuck that. That's boring. I don't want to do that. I want to say, oh yeah, this guy's a thirty-five percent cap player. You no, motherfucker's a hundred million dollars. You want the sticker shock? You want the sticker shock? I want the sticker shock. And so there's a point where I like. I feel like a I feel like a hypocrite and I feel like someone who's loud, like trying to like underhand the players and I don't mean it that way but I look at that <laughs> ball I'm like a million dollars a year is a lot of money. I I I hear you. I feel you with that. But yeah. I also go these ownerships <laughs> the valuations of these oh teams my God. have done nothing but gone up. Oh my it's god. Billions, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's it's we just talked about the Lakers. If the Lakers go on the market what eight Ten billion, like we're, Easy. we're, we're Easy, like yeah. it's no. We talk about the Knicks all the time about how much they'd be worth. So like the valuation goes up, and these are the guys that kind of build the league in that sense. So there's going to be a total level of sticker shock with that stuff, and it's going to be mm-hmm. absurd. And, and I think the most important thing, and you said it, it's this is like the most optimistic of financial projections going forward yeah. right and like who knows what happens i'm with you it's gonna go up how much how long how long it will take but we're heading there i mean ad's deal the extension is 62 million each year that's a lot yeah. you know and that's just and that's we're we're talking 40 more million it gets you know to that level it's gonna be absurd i think but i think is- the fifth year of of Jalen brown's deal is 84 i think i saw yeah, I mean, you know, Trey, that's, Trey, that's nuts. They gonna, you, somebody going somebody gonna throw a real trash can on the court. Yeah, it's gonna be. I, I mean, they, gonna Trey, be you can be as pro player as you want, but you hear that in five years, Jalen Brown's gonna make it eighty-four million dollars in a year just from player salary. That's cra- good for him. But and that's I stopped crazy. Look, I, I stopped looking at the money, man. <laughs> I stopped looking at the money, bro. Because when you start doing that, then you just get frustrated. Because it's yeah. kind of like. Again, shout to Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. but oh, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. The like, other thing that's interesting is the new CBA, because now it makes it so hard when you have these, you know, when you have a max dude like that. Yeah. Well, oh, that yeah, God. that's the thing, Trey. I don't really understand is that like the new collective bargaining agreement is supposed to, it's supposed to like kind of hinder some of the stuff, at least of stacking salaries like that on one team right like the sun's kind of said mm-hmm. fuck it like we're just gonna do whatever like you say we can't do this eh, we're gonna go get bradley beal we don't care we think it's gonna win out but trey like i like that money is so crazy and i wonder if that factors into how players start strategizing building teams together yeah i think it does come into an effect you know what i mean like i mean a lot of those a lot of those uh you know, C- new CBA uh, agreements um, were kind of uh, people were uh, players were upset about it, and a lot of people criticized. But I think it was all for the better good of the players in 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 certain situations. So, um, yeah, you take a team that like like the Lakers, they might have to try to go get somebody else. As an example, they just signed AD to one of the richest, you know, uh, extensions, and then you go into a scenario of like. 
well, I want to get Trey Young out of the Hawks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? For an example, and you say, oh, well, he's, 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 you know, we're going to trade for him, but he just signed a five year, $400 million contract. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, 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 uh, one of these years he's getting 92 million. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's going to be the realistic situation of like, how teams are going to be trying to figure out the math. Like, do we got to trade away four of our core guys just to get one of these dudes to make it work? I don't know if you guys have any experience with this, but you know, I, I get pretty bored. And so I will like, just if a game gets advertised on my phone, like or whatever, like I'll be like, All right, I'll try it. Yeah. Right. Like I'm just like <laughs> yes, yes, download it, try it, get bored with that. Next one. Like I've downloaded some stupid fucking games, <laughs> some ridiculous things, but there was one where it was like, the office right like the tv show the office and it's like oh you just have to like upgrade this and upgrade that and upgrade that right and to where it's like it's just like a way to soon the money that you have to upgrade becomes so big that then like they're trying to get you to spend money within the app to like fast forward things right and and so like i and so like it gets to this point where it's like Oh, Jim from the office needs $44 million. I was like, aren't they running a small paper company? And that's what it feels like NBA contracts have become at this point, where it's like the money, like trade jokes, like, oh, yeah, Trey Young's going to have this five-year, $400 million contract to, to move or whatever. But it's like, and there's a certain point where it's like, okay, when we start trying to match, like, match contracts in trade negotiations, um, that's going to get complicated, man. Especially, like, you think about what Austin Rivers said what a week or two ago, whenever that was talk about how like the middle class of the NBA player, the mid-level guy has been squeezed out. Now I think he's, a, I think one, he's a little sensitive cause he's not getting those deals. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also like, and I do think guys are getting those deals, but it does seem more few and far between. It does feel like we're getting a lot of guys either big money or little money in terms of NBA dollars. Um, but yeah, there's a certain point where like matching that shit's going to be hard. It's gonna be so hard. The, the yeah. people, the the trade machine people that love to make up the fake trades. Good luck. It's gonna yeah. be hours <laughs> on just trying to figure out like, does this work contractually? Yeah, and all of that stuff. But I got a fun question for you guys. Who's gonna be the Tobias Harris of the hundred million dollar a year players? Like, who's the worst player that's gonna get? I think it's gonna be Tobias Harris. I think he's gonna find his way into another, <laughs> another, another one. Team. Like that nah, guy, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my, I'm probably Mikael Bridges, bro. My kid, Mikael Bridges is gonna get a 500 million dollar contract. Yeah, and them fans gonna hate his gut. Because right now, I said, yo, he has not had a bad day in New York yet. <laughs> no, no, no. That's the that's the craziest shit about it. everybody's like, oh, we love Mike, and I, like. Damn good player, doesn't miss a game. Look, I hope that he becomes multiple all-stars and all that shit. But he has yet to feel the New York media on mm -hmm. some shitty ass. That, like, they didn't expect much last year. This year, when he see them doubles and he see them different things, <laughs> and he has that bad shooting night, and he has his first injury that, like, requires him to actually miss some days. Yeah, Bro, they are going to rock. 
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the Internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed Internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right. That's why I said <laughs> I have yet to see him handle that yet. Mm-hmm. You know so, what I mean? I just like, want to remind me, everyone. It reminds me when Portland got Jeremy Grant. Right. Was just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> And then gave five years, 160. Yeah, five year, 160. Uh, I just want to remind everybody of when, and granted, again, it's all tied to percentage of the cat. I get all that shit, but I just, the sticker value of it all. Remember when Gordon Hayward was now a max player at four years, $63 million over four years. We're now shocked. guys are getting 60 a year on these max shocked. deals. Shocked. Yeah. Just, everybody better get used to it. You got to come to grips with it now. It's, yeah. But it's I'm, here. I, it's not even I've coming. Did, I've decided I understand the intelligence in doing it this way. I will never talk about players' contracts in terms of percentage of the cap. I'm just not going to. I don't like that's not fun. That's not a fun way of discussing it. Okay. It's just like I feel like KD tweeting who the fuck wants to who wants to look at charts when talking about basketball, right? That's how I feel. Who yeah. wants to who wants to look at percentage of the pie when talking about players' deals? No, thank you. Uh all right. Last thing we got for you. All right. I am under the assumption that this is a Google Translate issue. <laughs> but with that said, um, before, because I don't want to get any well actuallys on this, all right? Uh, with that said, apparently Rudy Gobert said, I feel like I lost my virginity because he hit a three-pointer in a FIBA game uh, <laughs> like a week ago. And it could only be Rudy Gobert saying this, right? Like it could only be him giving us a quote like that. Uh, Rudy Gobert is definitely the guy um, that people love to make fun of on the internet for various reasons. Speaking of big contracts, um, he's been trying to become an outside shooter. Uh, I want like, well, all right. First of all, before we even get into any basketball stuff, he could not have put that a worse way. Yes. <laughs> just, yes. Like I lost my virginity. <laughs> Making a 20-foot jump shot. 
tries to shit. <laughs> if you're not, if you're just listening to this, you're not watching on YouTube. You gotta go. Trey is Trey's beside us. There's nothing else to say. Fuck the basketball <laughs> side of this. Just that wording. Like, what are we doing? Oh man. I hope I hope it was. I hope it was self-aware. I do. I hope it was self-aware. There's a certain point, like we make fun of things like guys say we make fun of Carl Anthony Towns for being corny. We make fun of the way like Rudy whines, we make fun of like plenty of players for whining the way they do and everything. I do. I do hope there was some, I hope he was trying to say something funny. I don't know if he realized how funny it, it sounds, but, um, but that was, that's a, that's an all time quote. That is, that's right up there for me with Charles Shackelford saying I'm amphibious. I can do it with either hand <laughs> uh, that like, it's right up there. That's a good one. For an all time quote. Uh, RIP Charles Shackelford. Um, I mean, good for Rudy, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Great. I'm, I'm glad he did it. That's he's fine. scoring, you know, virginity, losing your virginity means he scored. Yeah. Right? Right. He scored. He, he hit a jumper. Um, a, I wonder it, how how many do you think he has to make before teams actually hesitate in rotating away from like because it's not going to be like oh he hits five in a game in November and now teams are wor- like one it's got to be an NBA three and two um like is it two years of doing this at a respectable his clip? first his first his first ten games has to be in thirty percent shooting from there. But even I then, I, I don't I, think teams are going. Teams are going to rotate. I don't that. think teams will care, man. I don't. I I really don't. So maybe the the wolves can get some free points off this if it even gets to the like if it even get, it gets. Remember when the, remember when James Harden was doing that like fadeaway one legged three point yeah. shot? Be like, oh, he's bringing this, and he tried it once in a game, and it was like, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> like this isn't gonna work. Yeah, no, it's 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 gonna have to be like a season at like forty percent. Like as absurd as that sounds, like for teams to really go. Okay, maybe we have to guard him. Like I was, I was legitimately trying to like figure this out of like when did Brooke Lopez get taken seriously with this, right? But he was also he was also a a good shooter, a good score, a mid range shooter. Like it wasn't that crazy. It made more sense for him to eventually expand a three point line versus Gobert, who's done only dunks for the most part. Like we we don't see elbow jumpers from Rudy often or in his in his repertoire the way Brooke Brooks at it. So it's a little bit different in that sense. So um yeah, I don't think teams are taking him seriously at any point in the season with that. I don't either. Like Brooke, it took Brooke, I don't know. Like he hit 134 threes the first year he started shooting him on 34%. He was 34%. Like, yeah, it maybe took like three years. For teams to really care, it take really yeah, big, a decade. Bigs like bigs like that, like it's gonna have to be a rookie that like lost assignment and just really didn't pay attention, right? And yeah, like yeah, yeah. really, like guys Oversells. closing out hard on him is really yeah. gonna. And I don't even think he's going to even attempt it just because he just he just That's gets his role. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't like. We might see one early on in the season. If it goes well, then maybe that keeps up a little bit. But I don't think I wouldn't. It, it feels like. It feels like. Remember that one, that one preseason where Andre Drummond took a three, 
And people are like, oh, Andre Drummond's a three-point shooter now. And, like, I think he maybe has taken 10 since then. Like, it's it's not, you know, Andre Drummond was becoming a shooter at one point, and, and it never flashed to the NBA. It's all, like, rec league stuff in the summer. So my question, because he's never, Rudy Gobert's never hit an NBA three. He's only taken 14 attempts. What if he ever makes one? Is he going to have a comment about breaking his NBA virginity? Is this going to be a? Will he uh, shoot more than DeMar DeRozan? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, come on. Don't do that to DeMar. I love DeMar. I seen him at uh, the All Star game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. DeMar's just catching strays. Yeah, that's come on, man. This conversation. I appreciate DeMar not giving in. As much as I love three point shooting, I appreciate DeMar not giving in. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for us. Enjoy the Hall of Fame week. Good class getting into the Hall of Fame next weekend. Uh, Got a lot of fun stuff on The Athletic. Make sure you subscribe for The Bounce. Make sure you listen to A King's Reign. Make sure you are watching us on YouTube. Make sure you're subscribed to The Athletic. And make sure you're checking out all the videos Mo is putting out on social media. Mo Dakiel underscore NBA. Thank you, Zach. Is that it? Yeah, you got it. Why the underscore? Take the underscore out of it. Take the NBA out of there, too. Just Mo Dakiel. All right. There you go. For Trey, for Mo, for Dave, I'm Zach. Keep it locked on The Athletic. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.